Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction. The podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Greetings, weary travelers. I see you in turn to my emporium of stories, both the true and the fictional. Welcome. Ah, I see you're interested in something new. A book from a new author, perhaps. Well, I have just the thing for you. Do you like thrillers? Do you like high-paced military action, espionage, and with a not-too-subtle hint of betrayal and possible incest? Well, then I have the book for you. It is by new author Nathaniel Halleck in Kill Love as we follow the main lead, Luke Copper, on his adventures and his desires. Available now on Amazon. Good morning and welcome. They're happy guys. I said it. I did your dumb thing. I did your dumb intro. No, no, you didn't even get it right. It's I don't. I, I, okay. If if after this many episodes, I barely get the name of the podcast correct, I'm certainly <laughs> not going to get the, the introduction correct either. I mean, uh, welcome goodbye to the- and bugger off. <laughs> welcome to stories the true and all the fictional or stories the true and the fictional it really depends on the angle you're looking at that I it's like kind of like th- a choose your own adventure you no, can i pick. like to think <laughs> the name of uh, this podcast is like a magic eye where you you know you, you put it close up and then you and you and you unfocus your eyes and depending on the perspective it could be the true and the fictional or the true and all the fictional. It really depends on, you know, how you see it. Maybe it's one of those, you know, those psychological texts where it's like going, you know, is the glass half full, half empty? Do you see a duck or the rabbit? What do you see in this paint, you know, this, this ink blood? Maybe that's exactly what the name of our podcast is. I would say no, because Jamie wrote it down, but that's not the point. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I did write it with the intention for it to be able to go anywhere. You know, it's well, like, then there you go. You know? I, and I am not correct. I am not incorrect in my constant mispronunciation of your little, of the little title. No, well, the, the title's objective. It's just the meaning. The meaning's Schrodinger's podcast. You know? Oh, if yeah. You... <laughs> You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> well, I am Chris Clark. I am, of course, joined by the award-winning author, writer of the latest book, Why I Masturbate to Clouds, J.A. Bryden. How are you going, sir? Wow, original. Your 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 <laughs> your jokes and jabs are very uh, uh, consistent, like Henry Cavill and Cat Graham and Implied Incest. Um, Keeping the hits solid, my friend. <laughs> stick with what you know, right? Stick with what you know. 
Um, yeah, no, I'm gone well. I'm gone well. What an what a, what what an enthusiastic <laughs> man he is today. I joining us again, of course. We know all know his name. The man who once convinced a small child that if he masturbates, that's what kills birds. We have Ryan D. Haig. How are you going, sir? Yeah, good. Like, I've never been a fan of birds, so I'm always encouraging people to masturbate to, to get rid of them. Now, what was the child's reaction when you when, when, with that particular story? I mean, I, I would think that, that the, the kid would need some more convincing than just your, you know... Well, after I'd given him my spiel and he'd stopped yelling and screaming for his parents and we, mm -hmm. we, we sat down and we had a good conversation and, and uh, after explaining exactly what was involved and what the outcome would be, um, I, he went to spread the joy to all of, all of his friends and that boy turned into Henry Cavill. And that, exactly. And that is yep. how Henry Cavill was born. Exactly. Yeah. Now, so I take all full credit for that. It sounds like there was a fair deal of time travel. Do you think potentially yes. that... He stopped masturbating for so long that it built up within his system, yeah. and then the yep. base, and then essentially, when the when he masturbated after so many years, it actually sent him back in time to relive yep. his life, and then because of that, because of all those life lessons he had learned on this horrible life as a miserable loner and trying to not masturbate to you know not to kill the birds, he then mm -hmm. knew exactly the life path to take, and that which gives us obviously Henry Cavill. So you you, Ryan are. Uh, fully responsible for the man the myth the legend look i i like to think of myself as a crossroads demon um and hmm. having that conversation with henry i said look this is what you're going to get if you do the if you do masturbate now and kill the birds you will receive great success in your career you'll become superman you'll become the witcher you'll become loved by men and women all over the world all you need to do is masturbate and kill as many birds as you can. So what you're saying is mm -hmm. the key to winning the Great Emu War would not have been the machine guns. No, uh, not of at course all. not. Obviously not. It would have been a line of soldiers, cock in hand, mm -hmm. going for gold. I don't, I don't know, because emus might, you know, oh, worm. <laughs> there, there is, oh, look, Jamie, I'm not going to say there's no risk involved, um, but what you you got to do what you got to do for your country. I mean, it, where it, it was in war. And you know it didn't go so well for the Australians as it is. So uh, maybe maybe a different tactic might have produced a yeah. different outcome. Much like that amazing scene from the Piggy Blinders, where it's like going, "I won't shake the man's hand." What kind of man doesn't fight for his country? This is the same thing. What kind of man doesn't whip it out and masturbate for his country? Like this is the same. The same sentiment applies in, into the, into the, that that. Chris, that can moment. I can I just ask? Is everything okay at home? Because you you're very. It's like you're very <laughs> horny tonight. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> has, has, your, has your wife been neglecting you? <laughs> um, Not at all. I just, for some reason, you like masturbation. No, no. no. For some <laughs> reason, <doesn't? laughs> when I when I was thinking, I can't remember what I was thinking about that that, that led me down there. Obviously, Cat Graham. <laughs> well, obviously that that that's a, that's a standard Tuesday for me. But obviously, I was thinking about our sponsor and her amazing works <laughs> Rebecca Castle of the Rising Dawn series available now on Amazon if you enjoy werewolves if you enjoy romance if you enjoy 
masturbation masturbation and a little yeah. bit of that urban fantasy oh and God. some and not at all not at all <laughs> some implied incest you should obviously check it out available now on amazon jamie how to lose a sponsor in one i was just about, to, I was just about <laughs> to say after after chris's comments i'd like to thank rebecca castle for sponsoring <laughs> for this long and um we'll and, and, and wish you well in your future endeavors you so see, that i don't think you're coming back <laughs> no no you see with that I like to think, and I hope, <laughs> that she knew what she was getting into. <laughs> I, I mean, I would hope that, one, she would... I'm assuming she had listened at some point when I had joined and realised that I'm the definition of what they would call a loose cannon. And... <laughs> yeah, with only, three, take place. with only three different ammunition. <laughs> but to be honest with you, I, I like to think that she doesn't listen each week and she saves them up for like two or three months mm -hmm. and then just listens all at once so she's shocked <laughs> at the beginning of every episode in in a 24-hour period no, so... no she, she messages me whenever we've done something that you know crosses oh. the line oh, really? <laughs> all right. so, so okay. she so jamie receives messages on a regular basis obviously <laughs> now and it usually says i'm going to kill chris <laughs> again <laughs> i myself cannot be blamed <laughs> or as to go with another ball my repertoire which is obviously time travel i'm clearly from the future mm -hmm. and i am here to try to i can't uh, if i tell rebecca castles about her award-winning novel that wins her you know critical acclaim movie deals makes her the next jk rowling's i'll change the course of history all i can do <laughs> is hint at it and hopefully the seeds go into her mind and then she writes it. Because I'm, fr I'm from a future where when you talk about the great authors, you talk, you know, you talk about J.R. Tolkien, J.K. Rowling, and Rebecca Castles. This is the, this is the three, that's the big three they call it in, in where I'm from in the and future. They're, and they're all British. Right? And they're all, again, <laughs> British make the best writers. And so slowly I've, I decided that there potentially was a chance that the books wasn't going to be written. As I was reading the research and history on Rebecca Castles, there was a time when she was writing, you know, werewolf stories and they're very good. But then that didn't lead her to her greatest book. And I realized that I was, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. I must go back in time to be that person that put the idea of a Henry Cavill, Cat Graham incest themed action movie <laughs> into her mind. So she then write, writes the work that you know that you know they give these out in schools where i'm from like it's just this is just this is one of those things so i'm just really trying to but again every now and then i with titles i step very close to ones that that that, that are real books in in my timeline but i'm, I'm very careful with that though so record castles available now on amazon and <laughs> futures, futures, and the once in future sponsor of this podcast <laughs> oh okay now Speaking of excitement things, Jamie, what has been on your plate in this week in terms of pop culture? I've 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 watched a fair few things. I've um I watched The Last of Us, but I'm sure we'll get to that. We'll have a bit of a talk about that. But um mm -hmm. I watched the Christian Bale movie, the um Oh, the, the Ed Gallon Poe one? Yeah, the blue the not not Pale yeah, Blue Eye. It's on Netflix, yeah, yeah. It's Pale on blue Netflix. Eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I watched Is that, that good. You gotta be in the mood for it? Yeah. It is quite dark and morbid, because <laughs> like the act. I mean, with the. I mean, I mean, anytime you're talking about a, 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 you know, 
you when you drop in the Edgar Allan, it's obviously yeah. people assume it's going to be like yeah. dark, but you know. Yeah. Well, let's just yes. say let's just say Christian Bale carries carries that film. Like, yeah, he was very very good. There's there's some actors that you know uh, weren't as strong, but like, I mean, you stand. You, it's Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah. It's you know, it's Christian. Like, like it's not that the other actors were bad. It's just it's Christian Bale. You know, yeah. like he throws everything into his into his roles and. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was it was a a little I don't know, like kind of predictable. But then for when it was written, you know, because Edgar Allan Poe, um, mm-hmm. he wrote some stuff way back, way back, way back when. So it probably wouldn't have been you know cliche back then. You're talking you're talking eighteen hundreds. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so look, it wasn't bad. So it wasn't bad. Tell me about the what is the synopsis of this film? Oh, it's it's your classic find a body murderer. You know who's killing the? It's it's a murder mystery essentially. Okay. You know it's like it's nothing. You know, um, I compare it to a similar murder to in um what do you call it? Uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies, the first one. Okay. Quite, so basically, quite, I've got more, a very, very short synopsis here. Yeah, it's more, uh, more of a so, ritual murder. Yeah, correct. So it says, veteran detective Augustus Landor investigates a series of grisly murders with the help of a young cadet who will eventually go on to become the world-famous author Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So look, look, it wasn't bad. It's worth a watch. Uh, the only reason I watched it is because um, Christian Bale is one of my favourite actors. Mm-hmm. Of and that's why I did it. Um, that's not so. You sound like it's you. Would you recommend it to people, or is it still? Look, is, is it if, if murder mysteries, period piece murder mysteries is your thing, then I, I would recommend it. Um, I didn't like absolutely love it, but I didn't. I didn't hate it. You know, I'm not, I don't regret watching it or anything like that. Um. You just, you, again, you just got to be in the mood for it. It's one of those because it's pretty dark, pretty you know. There's there's no real joy in the film at all, you know. So it's basically my kind of movie. I like yeah. it. I mean, I think the happiest moment is is when he walks into. You may have seen a meme going around where he walks into um, this guy's uh, office and it's like books, books. This he gets really <laughs> excited about books, you know. He starts going through his bookshelf. Wow. Yeah, that 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 was about as much joy that was in the film. Okay, okay. Um, well, that's a good. But you've, uh, you've you've filled me with so much confidence. In this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm just I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Um, I've been watching, still watching Stargate. Good. And I've, um, I'm I've nearly finished season six, which is supposed to be the bad, dreaded, awful season six. It wasn't terrible. Like, but now my, I have on, a new perspective. Yeah, because... on, my, on my watch through as well, I, I experienced the same thing where I was going like, I, I, I was very much like you was like going, yeah, I don't, no one wants to see this shit. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. After watching it, I was like, it wasn't bad. There's no, but there's so much key points, key events in this season. Correct. Like Anubis, Tritonin. Sorry, this will be all gibberish to you. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> but yeah, Anubis, Tritonin, Prometheus, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like all these key elements. Um, and there it really isn't as much Jonas as I remember. That that was also my takeaway. They yeah. it, that 
whilst he was there, he wasn't as like prevalent as like it kind of felt like he was a secondary character. He wasn't like a main SG yeah. team member. Like yeah. he was on the SGT, he was on the team, but yeah. like, you know, as as like, you know, as like a Make a wish a foundation, up. kind of, you know. <laughs> or feel, feel like, yeah, filler. like, a, um, oh, he's on the team, yeah. but it, but this season it, it made me actually really, um, I, I miss the episodes that we hardly ever get in TV shows these days where it's just a one off adventure, like, like a one in done, one shot kind of yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. It's like I miss the it's like a short story, but for. <laughs> The key characters, like the last. Episode. You're right. We don't really get that anymore. No, we, we don't get every, that everything, anymore. Like everything a continuous. Has, yeah. Yeah. When when way back then, like you you'd get a bit of a subplot, something that yeah. connects the episodes. But then you know, um, it's just there was a one like a, a crystal episode I watched was Mayborn, um, tricks Colonel O'Neill. Oh yeah, they go to the planet. Stargate and they go yeah. to that, that planet. That was a one-off. If if you missed that episode, you wouldn't miss anything. But um, it was it was a fantastic episode. Um, but the other thing that I, I've still been watching is Hawaii Five O, and I'm really loving it. And I've discovered why I love it so much. Why? Because the guy that, um, like the main writer, I looked up his track record, mm. and whew, he started. Good. He started Hercules. Oh, Xena. Oh, then he wrote the screenplay for Transformers. Oh yeah. my! He did Alias. Yep, Alias was great. Yeah. Fringe. Yep. He worked on Fringe oh, with Fringe. I love Fringe. I absolutely love Fringe. Yeah, awesome. He did the screenplay for Cowboys and Aliens. Nice. Okay. The screen. The screenplays for both Andrew Garfield Spider Mans. Okay. Uh-huh. He did Sleepy Hollow. Oh, the show. Yep. Okay, another great show. No, and, this is quite and Chris. And Chris, what's your favorite TV show from 2022 that you got excited about? I get excited about a lot. No, but like, like you, you now like this franchise because oh yes, obviously, um, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. Yes, he create. He's the creator. Get fucked. (laughs) 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 And And I'm like, his name's Alex Kurtzman, and I'm like, holy shit! I'm like, this guy track record he's like the the uh what do you call it the tom hanks the of tom hanks of screenwriters <laughs> Jeez, or, like... or, or the um oh what's his name what's his name denzel washington of the screenwriters. Denzel, yeah, no, the denzel washington of, like <laughs> like that that is some holy toledo batman that is some yeah. serious like and i'm like this is why i'm hooked on this show now that is some um, serious shot like like yeah Wow, that is some serious. That is a serious resume. Yeah, um, I, I'm, yeah, he's. It's like he's been writing my entire life, <laughs> all, all my favorite things. Um, <laughs> and that, uh, yeah, and that, that was just the things that I, um, you know, noticed off the bat, like just scrolling through his IMDb. I'm like, oh, what? That, what? That's, what? That's what? 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 Yeah, like, I haven't yeah. seen the new. I haven't seen the new that Star Trek show, but I, everything else I have, and yeah. But he you also he, he also did Picard and and started, oh, nice. and started uh, Discovery. Okay, yeah, okay. So, 
Did he it's bail like, on Discovery? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, to be honest. It's like, well, you know, you know what it's like. A lot, a lot of people like start shows and then they leave and then okay. they get like, like the guys that started Arrow and then they left and then they started Flash and then they left that and then they yeah, start and then they true. started um, Superman and Lois and then they're probably going to leave that. God, <laughs> that's a good show, though. I, I like, I hope it doesn't go downhill. Oh, you, but you know it will. Like, yeah, this it will. is the inevitable. Like, yeah. like I, that's, I know that's, that's, that's the best representation of Superman in a TV show, I would say, oh, ever. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. No. What about, what, what about Dean Kane? Well, no, what, no. well, obviously, <laughs> what about Dean Kane? But what about Smallville? No, I, I, prefer, I, I, prefer, um, I prefer Lois and Clark over Smallville. Yeah. I mean, Lois and, uh, yeah, Superman and Lois, sorry. I prefer that over. Yeah, I don't like Dean Kane at all. I, oh, I tried to re, I, I tried to rewatch that um not long ago because I do have the DVDs. It's unwatchable. And I could I couldn't yeah I couldn't <laughs> get past the second episode. I I prefer I prefer the black and white one where all the windows in the the Daily Planet were knee high, so he could just jump out the windows. Yeah, you know what? You know what the funny thing funny thing about that was the actor that played Superman in that one. His name yeah. was George Reeves. Oh wow! And, and then they mm. go on in the seventies for Christopher Reeve. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah, but no, no, I, that's probably that's probably one of the best CW shows I've seen since the early seasons of Arrow. Yeah, um, I really hope it doesn't go downhill. Yeah, probably will. But no, that's, that's, that's the CW, that's... so I probably will. <laughs> yeah. No, but that, that's all I've been doing this week. That, sound, that sounds like a, a an amazing little jaunt down pop culture lane. What about what about you, Ryan? Um, well, starting with my week on, on Sunday, I went to the movies and saw Guy Ritchie's latest movie um, called, I always forget the name, called Operation Fortune, Ruse de Gura with Jason Statham, Hugh Grant, a um, lot, of, lot of these usual characters that are in his movies. Um, basically, it's uh, Jason Statham plays like, they're, they're two warring of, of the British, in, British intelligence, there's yep, two yep. different factions. Uh, they're both out to get this world famous arms dealer, like the, the biggest arms dealer in the world, and they have to. And, and the only way they can get get to him is by getting an act, an American actor played by Josh Arnett, uh, who is this dictator's favorite actor. Nah. And mm -hmm. that's the way. And then and it just sort of in, in typical Guy Ritchie fashion, um, sort of all on it, It's 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 look, it's it's Guy Ritchie's template all over. Like if you've seen yeah. Snatch, if you've seen The Gentleman. Um, uh, yes. but still and that I absolutely loved it and that template is Jason Statham Jason Statham <laughs> and Hugh Grant Jason yeah. Statham and Hugh no, but, Grant no but, no, but like much. Jason Statham's in like a lot of Guy Ritchie stuff yeah he pretty yeah. pretty much every yeah but that it was really really good I really enjoyed it um so that was on that was Sunday obviously Monday we I watched The Last of Us as soon as I got home from work and we'll mm -hmm. talk about that soon um but yeah look I've been watching um uh, watching uh, TV show, just making my, I'm still making my way through the X-Files, which again, going back to what Jamie was saying, there's a lot of one and dones in that, which is something we don't get a lot of nowadays. So, you know, you, you can watch a couple episodes and not, not feel like you're watching a 22-episode a movie. Yeah. Um, you know, you can just chuck it on and, and, and check it out. Mm -hmm. um, being, I, I did uh, also watch the Christian Bale movie, the Pale Blue. Oh, you watched whatever. it too. Yeah. Yeah. I did, yes, I did. Um, which I, I loved it right up my alley, spooky horror kind of thing. Um, 
I also watched uh, watched a couple of movies, uh, another horror movie called uh, There's Something Wrong With The Children, which came out the other day. Um, it's basically a couple, two couples. One has kids. They go away. They find an ancient Mayan cave and the kids <laughs> get possessed by uh, reptile and insect gods and just and start murdering people. So, again, pretty pretty straightforward horror. Good fun. Um, only come out. But I've also been uh, watching... Uh, fantastic movies. Been watching the Creed movies again with Michael uh, B. Jordan. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, because I saw a trailer for the third one when I went and saw the Operation Fortune, uh, which I didn't even know was coming out. Um, so I went back and I've, I've made my way through the the first two movies. Fantastic movies. Um, I'm a massive Rocky franchise fan, so um, to me it was a no brainer to rewatch them. Yeah. Um, so they were they were absolutely fantastic. Um, and other than that, I have that's about it really. Aside from again my usual wrestling, um, um, yeah, that's about it. There was a couple of pay per views yeah. on, so I've been working a lot this week, so I haven't had too much time. But oh, so you're falling behind your wrestling quotas. Eh? No, no, oh god, no. That that's a oh, that's a sacrifice I'm I'm not willing to make. So um, I'm definitely not falling behind in wrestling, but I'm just falling behind in sleep, I would say. Mm. But yeah, nothing nothing major, but I, I do recommend that um, Operation Fortune. It's in the cinemas at the moment. Absolutely fantastic. If you're a Guy Ritchie fan, you'll love it. If you're a espionage spy lover, you'll, you'll like it as well. A lot of laughs, a lot of violence. Um, really, really good film. It yeah. sounds like an interesting kind yeah, of film. Yeah, it is. And and what about you, Chris? What have you been doing since you yeah. fin- you fit quite literally finished Stargate? Well, yeah. I think you finished it. You finished it last time. Which the last time we recorded, <laughs> correct? And and that that did, that did put me into a bit of a, a black hole in terms of you know uh, decent decent watchable things. Um, so I went on to um, binge just one night, just randomly scrolling through some things, trying to find something enjoyable, and then something popped up, and it was called. Tacoma FD, and I was like, going, mm-hmm. okay, let, let me let me let me just put this on, and I haven't been able to stop since that <laughs> point. And it did honestly, and as I said to uh, Jamie on the te- uh, the chat group, it's like old Brooklyn Nine Nine when it was good, mm-hmm. um, and and, it, and you know, and so same th- kind of concept, very small town fire fire department shenanigans ensue, yeah. Some of the most, some of the most, like again, insane, insane scenarios. Um, you know, if you like all those true movies, like again, if you like, if you like, if you liked, you know, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Super Troopers, all those, all those kind of yeah. films. This, this is for you, and and I would strongly recommend it to you simply because how ridiculous it is. <laughs> um, it's done by it's done by the Broken Lizard guys, the super who did Super Troopers, yeah, uh, yeah. Club <laughs> Dread, Beer Fest. I've seen it. I've seen. It. I think it's been out for a little while. I remember watching it when it first came out. Um, it is. It's, if you like Super Troopers, Beer Fest, Club Dread, uh, Slapping Salmon, all the Broken Lizard movies, you'll absolutely love it. And de- definitely, I can one hundred percent agree with your Brooklyn Nine Nine early years comparison. It's just, yep. it's 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 so good. It 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 ended way sooner than it should have. Mm. Yes, they've actually been renewed for a fourth season. So oh, have they? Oh, good. Because last I heard that after the third, it was a bit up in the air. So that's good. Great show. Well worth watching. And then obviously, you know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm watching, 
I think that that was the that was the major thing. Obviously, I, obviously, then obviously, I watched The Last of Us, like we, we all did. Mm-hmm. Um, I've you know, we'll 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 come to that. You don't, uh, you don't want to dive in right now. You know what? Let's dive in right now since we're there. HBO's new critically acclaimed show with a 99,999% Rotten Tomato <laughs> score by the press. <laughs> and the press people saying that it was the greatest thing since sliced bread and uh, they can't believe they've watched TV before this and there can be no TV <laughs> yeah. after this. Every time there's those reviews come out, I always go, this show is going to be shit. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not yeah. that I don't think the press have greater concepts or ideas or can watch good television. It's just that every time they all, every time every single article is saying the same kind of buzzwords and buzz lines, it feels like the studios are sending them notes to say these are things to say. I'm not saying there's a conspiracy. Of course, there's a conspiracy. <laughs> of course, that's what they do. I'm not like let's not, let's not pretend it's, ourselves it's, that that's not, what, that's not what happens. It's the bureau of it's the bureau of film reviews. <laughs> no, it's led, a, led, led by IGN. No, it, it's a we as a large corporation. If you give us bad reviews, we'll stop you. We'll we'll ban you from press events. It's it's, yeah, it's simple. Yeah. It's literally as simple as that. Like it's literally that simple. But anyway. <laughs> Let's go around the ground and and and, and give uh, give our thoughts. So I'll start with you, Ryan, because you were the first one to sort of really sort of like um start to really say how great it was. Ryan, what is your opinion on The Last of Us? I, I I I really really enjoyed it. Um, I I was going into it with uh, a very open mind because of how good the game is. Um, that's always and, that's and very also- dangerous. Well, I, as as well as I, I mentioned last week that I, I have just finished playing the game probably about three months ago again, my, my mm. playthrough. Um, I was, I was you know, I got home from work and I was like, you know what, I'm, Jamie messaged me and he goes, make sure you message me after you watch The Last of Us. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm going to put it on. It was a double episode. I would, you can basically safely say a double episode because it was an hour and 20. Yep, yep. Um, look, I, I was very impressed with the 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 first section of it it was literally aside from a few shots shot for shot and and i can say that because i actually went and downloaded the trial for the ps5 upgraded version mm-hmm. and played the first two hours of it last night yep, yep. and it's pretty much aside from a few shots early on shot for shot um yep, yep. from the intro up until where spoiler Sarah dies, mm-hmm. um, and then you do the twenty-year jump. Um, yep, yep. I even said, uh, Steph watched it with me, and I even said, "Oh, oh this is going to happen. Like, you know, she's going to. Yeah. This is how she's going to die." And and then as soon as you're going to see Joel holding her and screaming, and then it's going to go twenty years later, and it literally did that in the show, <laughs> and and that's what really impressed me. And it, it was literally shot for shot. You know, the burning barn, the driving yep, yep. through town. And yeah. not being and getting to the freeway and not being able to get out and do, it was literally shot for shot mm-hmm. in the first yeah. the, for the first what half hour twenty minutes however long that was um, so that really impressed me yep. um, the I feel like the casting of Tess was great as yep. well um, I really like the actress that they got to play Tess um, Pedro Pascal as Joel even in the twenty years later he he literally looks like Joel yeah um, he he is Joel. Uh, we know he's a good actor because of obviously he he's he's got a pretty good track record. Um, I really like that. I like the whole you know still dealing in ration cards and all this kind of thing. Um, and and obviously then you meet Marlene and and, and even down to the date the decal of the you know the Fireflies logo sprayed all over 
town yeah. and, and and what really impressed me is the fireflies message that uh, along the wall you know the the the, the that you see in the game the quotes were, yeah. were on the wall throughout that uh and you know they they obviously did a little bit of a different thing where where you know where you meet marlene and you meet ellie and um everything but obviously marlene was still injured that the premise was still the same yeah um there obviously there was no real interaction with robert as well except for him you see him talking for a little bit and then spoiler he he's dead um which obviously happens in the game but in the game you're responsible for that not yeah not the you know the the essential fight with the fireflies um look i really 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 enjoyed it however um and this is just a personal thing and it's not going to ruin the series for it i just hate the hate the actress that plays ellie i not because of she doesn't play ellie well because i don't like the actress in general i didn't like her in game of thrones i haven't liked her in anything that i've seen her in before i just don't like her acting style yeah, but in saying that, she encapsulated Ellie quite well. She's certainly not a child you'd really endear yourself to if you saw her on the street. So yeah. no, <laughs> like. But anyway, that's just my personal opinion. I mean, she, she, she. The, the first interactions you have with her, uh, when you know when Joel and when um, Tess are given her to, to you know try and get her across, and and obviously the the way it was very similar to to the game because. The two-hour trial I played last night basically got me up to getting to the sewers with Ellie, and then that was it. So, um, yeah, look, I, I I give it a solid. I would give it a solid nine out of ten for the first episode, hundred um, percent. I'm in for the season. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's probably and being a massive Resident Evil fan, I reckon it's probably one of the best video game adaptations I've seen. Okay, Jamie, what are your what are your what are your what are your initial thoughts? Look, I I think I need to watch it again just because I'm still I don't know processing it because I I have this annoying thing where like I want characters to look exactly like they do yeah like in the game and yeah. they don't and well the leading cast don't look the same so Ellie and Joel look nothing like the game characters at all yeah um so I have to get past that initial thing because I know that I know they're both great actors but to me Ellie doesn't look like Ellie at all no. She doesn't. Um, no offense to Pedro, but he can't grow a beard. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> you know. So it's just like minor, minor, minor things like that. But perfect casting for you know Tess, like and Anna Torf, she's incredible. Um, even future casting that's going to be coming along, like um, uh, Nick Offerman, Ron, Ron Swanson. Yep. Perfect casting for Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait. I think he's episode three that he comes out. Um, but look, I I had really high, really, really high hopes when that opening scene came. When the opening yeah. scene started, it was set in the sixties, and you've yep. got you've got one of our favorite actors, Todd the Wraith, Chris. Todd mm-hmm. the Wraith, Todd yep. the Wraith from from Stargate. Uh, Christopher Hallam or something. I think that's his name. Brilliant actor, underrated actor. Um, him and then it was um, uh, Rachel Weisz's brother in yep. the Mummy series. Yep, yep. Um, with Brennan Fraser, the Mummy. Uh, yeah, him. Uh, you just got these A-list actors just sitting there talking a very doctory about the you know the fungus and yep. you know this better. And, and, and in true in true um, 
in true ignorant fashion, they had 40 years and did fuck all. So they were warned about it 40 yeah. years ago and did absolutely nothing. So yeah, yeah. 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 That, and then it led into the intro. Yeah. And I absolutely love that intro. Yeah. With re- remnants of the game music. Mm-hmm. How I love the simplicity of just, just an acoustic guitar. Think finger picking and that. Um, yeah, again, you know, um, Sarah looked nothing like the character in the no, game. No, I know, yeah, that, that was... But I, I like, think that was more of a, a, like, unfortunately, I hate to say it, let's get a few different races into the game, into the yeah, show. Yeah, you knew it was inevitable, but but look, look I, I, think it, I think it was good. I think they did a fantastic job. Um, uh, you know, apart from, like, the few little, you know, why can't they look like the game characters? You know, once once I get past that, I will be able to get past that um, eventually. Uh, but look, I, I thought it was amazing. And I got excited when I saw the barn on fire. I got excited yeah. when you know, saw, and then you know it's coming, and yet yep. it's it still hit you in the oh, yeah. gut. It still hit you in the gut. I'll never forget that feeling when I was playing the game for the first time and and the opening, you know, like you're, you're in tears. It's a punch in the face. It's a <laughs> punch in the face. You're, the first time you play it, yeah. You're yeah. in tears. Um, yeah. yeah, and I actually liked that they extended, like the opening was a little bit longer. So you yeah. got more of some insight into um, Sarah and her relationship. Yeah, seeing that, 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 that was good. I, I will say that. that I, and, I did like how they did the intro, for sure. And the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the dog won't go home. The dog won't go home. Yeah. Just like, oh, I thought that was good, and especially you know, in the when she's when Sarah's at the neighbor's house with the the old lady in the chair. Yeah, and you can see her in the background starting Twitching. to move and distort. Yeah. And I thought that for me as a horror fan, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. But one thing I did find out, and you guys probably already know, but that the 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 character that the the actor that played Joel and the actor that played. Um, Ellie in the games are having cameos in the show. Yep, and yeah, so um, they're coming up. And the only character, no, there's three. There's three people from the game that are reprising their roles in the show. Oh, cool! Okay. So cool. Mar- Marlene is yep. the same. Is the same. Oh, actress, is that the same? Okay, awesome. Same actress. Yeah. That's probably got, why I like this so much because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's Marlene. And the other ones are um, a little less obvious. They're the same clicker clicker voices. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, being done by the same people from the game. So that's and cool. I thought, look, I thought it was good that they didn't sort of shove that in your face right away. Yeah. Um, you know, the scene where, one thing I forgot to mention, the scene where Tess and Joel discover the, the body yeah. in, the, in the fungus, I, in replaying the demo last night, you know, it's, it's, aside from the body being on the ground and not being on the wall, it's pretty much yeah. the exact same interaction yeah. there as well. Yeah. Um. You know how they react with the the fungus yeah. and the gas and uh, the spores. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Was was spot on as well. Yeah. So I'm I'm but, glad that we didn't see the clickers already. You know. They've, but they've already told us that there's a one of the significant changes. Yep. In the Which show, is? there are no spores. Yeah, I know. I, that was yeah. Why? Um. Political reasons, I guess. I mean, you couldn't get the rights. No, no, they're like, I think, uh, do you really want me to tell you? Because it might ruin it. <laughs> do it. Um, no, no, it's because it, uh, the Neil Druckmann is yeah. he the one that did the, yeah, because he's involved in the show, heavily involved in the show as well. Yeah. Um, so he's like, no, well, um, 
you know, like the spores thing and like he, he reckons people would, you know, be a lot smarter, you know, and they'd wear all wear their masks and stuff like that. And well, we we know that's not know. true from COVID. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like that 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 sort of thing. Like I think he wanted it to be different from yeah, no, a, diff- a different a different pandemic. Well, yeah, you got to you got to think. The Last of Us, the game came out well before COVID was even yeah. a, a, a thought. Yeah. So you know, yeah, I, so, I get it. I get so it. So in, instead of an airborne virus, you know, it's it's a, a fungal. Yeah. Okay. okay. So they, you know, but there's a few there's a few little tweaks they did, you know, um, but you know, look, I it doesn't it doesn't bother me that much because of like the well, it's it's a fantastic production. And, and it's got me excited for. It's probably the first show that I've watched the first episode of in a long time. That's got me excited for more. Yeah, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm okay with it being week to week. Like I'd love to have it all now, but you yeah. know, look, it's just going to be my Monday thing now. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully, hopefully, it goes on long enough, but not too long. You know, they no, they said it's got an ending. Okay, cool. So well, that's, uh, that, that's what they always say, but you know, <laughs> then the <laughs> yeah. money truck, then the money starts coming in, and they're like, well, yeah. Ending. Well, there's, there's supposed to be a movie, apparently. They're going to do a movie, Look, and then that I, that fell through because of you know creative differences or something. Like the studio wanted it to be like World War Z. Well, I think I think Last of Us, a TV show, is is the best decision because oh, yeah. you don't want to. I don't want to see a two and a half hour Last of Us movie. I want to see a multi season yeah. Last of Us TV show where yeah. they can you, tell the story. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Exactly. But the um, most important person's thoughts like, I would is, like this, to hear. This, this is this is the this is the review that counts. <laughs> you know, it, it it doesn't matter what we just said. Yeah. Speaking of a man with impeccable taste and, 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 and you, know, you know a man who enjoys watching a good cat grave video. Well, you know, uh, Henry going, Cavill. Is Henry, Henry Cavill here? With, what? with Henry Cavill, obviously. <laughs> I again very much like I'll I'll say this for, to your point. Yes, I thought that the opening was excellent because they had a very good start because essentially they just could, they could say copy paste from video game into thing, add additional scenes to add tension. Here we go. That's where it all went downhill from from me. And and, and let me explain why I'm saying that. I'm not. Do I think the actors are um, did a great job? Yes. Do I think they did the world and the, the setting? Do I think it's a really cool idea? Yes. Is it going to be weird that Joel doesn't crouch a lot because apparently 55 year old Pedro Pascal can't crouch for four hours in a day um, <laughs> on his knees, and so apparently that apparently he won't actually crouch a lot because you know the actor's quite old. Apparently that was a, a real thing. But the thing, my concern is, if I feed you, Ryan, you love. Let's say you love cake, don't you? Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happens if I gave you cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I wouldn't want to have it. And you said, no, no, no but you like cake. So here's the cake. Yeah, but I, I like, I don't like cake that much where I want to have it all the time. So you just say, so I'd say, so you want something to break up the cake then, so a different meal yeah. than you. And that this is, and here we go with The Last of Us. It's a bleak show much like it was the game. But the game breaks it up with some hilariously timed violence where you're, where 
you can run around like a like a psychopathic mass, mass murderer and going, <laughs> these people are bad. Why? I don't care. And then you could butcher them all in hilarious, you know, you know, he slams a dude's head in the door or he, like he bashes his head through and then you do, you know, and you lure all these people together and throw a fire cocktail and watch them all burn and scream. And then back to the, you know, the bleak storyline. You don't think that's coming? I don't. I think, I, think, I, think I think they will do some of the violence, but they'll try to make Joel seem more like a hero, not the bloodthirsty mass murderer he is, because they'll, they'll they want him to see appear like good, and so that or they want to try to make they want to try to make him you like him. So my concern or fear is they'll they'll, they'll they'll turn down what an absolute psychopath he is, for in favor of you know you know like you know oh it's for the viewership we're gonna make him go clean it up because. Without that, with the bleak, bleak tones are, are wonderful, but you do need to have something else. Like if if all the movies is bleak, that doesn't really work. You have to have other tones in there. Yeah. And so my concern about the action sequences are going to be that they're just going to be like, going, mm, no, let's go with you know, you know. I mean, like you said, they didn't have like Joel. Like Joel didn't kill the guy at the beginning. It was it was a, it was a clicker, but he, yeah. it's, it's like you know, no. I want to see Joel bash the dude's head in, like like you know, like. <laughs> Like he should. My concern would be then down the track, later some later on scenes, like the torture scene where he was trying to find out where Ellie is. That was one, one of my favorite scenes because of just basically how you know, how, you know, it shows Joel as the, the kind of person, the commitment. You know, we stabs the dude in the leg and then goes, you know, tell you know, I'm I'm gonna you're gonna point at this, I'm gonna point you're gonna point this map, then I'm gonna go walk over there and ask your friend the same question, and you better be pointing the same place. <laughs> and then he walks over and sh- then he shoots the guy in the head and goes, nah. I believe him. <laughs> like, like that scene was to me like. Yeah. So you don't, you don't, you don't think that's coming. I would like to think that they would have the balls to do that scene. Yeah, I well, can. I have concerns they won't. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But the, the the other thing I heard is that jo- the guy who voices Joel in the game is going to play one of the villains. David. Uh, I don't know if it's David, but it's the other 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 guy. Let me look it up right now. Well, but I yeah. heard that he's a, he's a cannibal. I heard yeah. that. Um, so I heard that name. the the person who voiced Ellie is going to play Ellie's mom. Yeah. That, okay. So they might have a flashback. That's cool. Uh, yeah. But okay, can I ask you a question then, Chris? Mm-hmm. Now, we, and we don't have to necessarily spoil it, but given how we know how The Last of Us Part One ends. Do you think it's going to be so? My my comparison is right. Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah. In I've re- I read the comics before the show started when I yep, heard yep. the show was going to start. Uh, there's a character in The Walking Dead that meets their demise at the end of the first issue. Mm-hmm. However, in the show, they kept the cat that character around for two, two, for three a couple seasons. seasons. Correct. Yes. Yes. Um, which I did not like as much as I love the actor, John Berthenol. Mm. Yep. I, I thought it was rubbish, but they did it obviously to build up tension. Sure. Do you think that? Obviously, we know what happens at the end of Last of Us Part One. Do you think that that they are eventually actually going to do that down the track in the in the show? You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah. It so it really depends on. It really depends on what Neil Druckmann's opinion on males are these days, depending on how that's going to end, because. I mean, it's, it's not really a spoiler because the game is like a thousand years old. Just get over it. Okay. There are some audio logs where the doctors were like going, we might find a cure by cracking her skull open. 
We mm-hmm. might find it. That's again, mites are not saying like this is going to definitely they yeah. like, so you know with that kind of context in mind, yes, I had I, I feel completely justified blowing away both all the doctors, even the nurse standing there, even though she would have doing nothing. I still have zero mm-hmm. <laughs> like but they might they'll probably phrase it like there absolutely was a cure, but Joel's being selfish. That's probably gonna that, yeah. that's probably how they'll phrase it, even though in reality well, that was not the case. Because that, that because we also have The Last of Us Part Two, whether they're gonna make uh, whether the end that they've got is actually an end of The Last of Us Part Two, or whether they're just sticking to the first one, I don't know because of how The Last of Us Two was received. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty mu- I'm pretty sure that season one is just game one. No, I reckon. I, would, I reckon. I no, they, I reckon they will go up until where they do the Joel fake out death. Because because you've got to remember nowadays, I, I fully envision season one being eight to ten episodes. Yeah. Yeah. But that that will give I think they'll again, I think they'll go up to um the fake out death. And then obviously okay. um remember that remember where you shoot where the the next scene is like the the snow bunny and it's and it's um and you're controlling Ellie in the game. Mm-hmm. I believe that's how they'll pick up season two. Yeah, because I don't think that I don't think that season one is just going to be the full first no, game. No, I no. think at they'll, least they'll, they'll, two they'll, to three they'll, they'll, they'll milk that shit as much yeah. as they can. So I think. But there's, there's enough stuff. Oh no, there's not. There's, not there's, there's enough story there to two two warrant. If they're only going to do if they're only going to do ten episodes at forty minutes each, yeah. except for the first, obviously the premiere would double. But if they're only going to do ten episodes a season, forty minutes each, there's easily two to three seasons yeah. for the mm. first game. But um, to, to yeah. Jamie's point as well, I am going to be disappointed because I want to see Joel crouching. I want to see Joel. <laughs> I want to see Joel's ability to see through walls. Yeah. Yep. And ha- oh, have a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listening. Yeah, um... I want to see him always crafting. So literally, in the in the height of an emergency <laughs> situation, he's grabbing a brick and he's grabbing some duct tape and he's like constantly making weapons. It's like Look. I just want to see him just literally like, like. Who cares? Like Ellie's like, we go this way. He goes, no, I think there might be some some stuff in this storehouse. He goes and then starts crafting. He goes, like, <laughs> no. why? So what you're, what you're saying is you want a whole episode of them just searching houses. Oh yeah. No, because yeah. well, no. That, that that's what I mean. I was playing the trial, and my two hours up was up a lot sooner than it would have been because I'm exploring every building, getting every piece of scrap. So that I can, I'm stupid. I'm crafting things that I'm never going to get to use because it's only no, a two-hour trial. But you, but you, you learned in that game crafting up to your skills. So even if you don't need the item, you still have to craft the item because you know always be crafting. That the whole thing of that game is always be crafting. And yeah. that, so, that's the title of this episode. Yeah, and I, <laughs> and I want to see Joel crouching around crafting crap. But I'll go one step further. I want to see Ellie run around and not be noticed by bad guys. <laughs> yep and like have it just like walk up to a clicker then run back to you and then like run around and then just basically <laughs> be completely invisible to the enemy AI you want to see glitches no because they programmed Ellie so she would be noticed by the, the bad guy because they didn't want the game to be horrible mm. so there are some really hilarious moments where you see, basically Ellie just runs around and then like no one can see the, like they don't do anything so I just want to see that I just want to see that as well like it's running around like yeah. <laughs> oh no! Look, again, uh, yeah. I'll know if I'll know how serious they are with the car scene. Oh, where they're driving along, and then Joel speeds up, and then I'll know how serious they are with with the violence that this game needs. Or show, sorry, I should say. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it is HBO. 
Yeah. yeah. So that that gives me that gives me promise because I mean, you know, HBO all the way back from The Sopranos through Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones, through The Wire, through all these shows, gave us a lot of violence. So look, they did. But you know, you again. I wish I was as wide-eyed and bushy-tailed as you young schoolgirls, and had the same vision, <laughs> same hope for the future. But I, my, I have, I have great concern. But, you know, you could be right. The violence, Joel could be, you know, come across as. But this is the same again. But here's another thing: in the Uncharted movie, did 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 um, Nathan Drake kill like 500 people? No. Yeah. No, no, see, <laughs> because you know, Joel's the same thing. Just you know, more psychotic, <laughs> a little bit more psychotic. Yeah. Yeah, because I think say. even even in the trial that I played last night, I think my death count was at least 30, 35 Exactly, because, you know, so, you got betrayed yeah. by a gang. Of course you're going to smash their head in with bricks, yeah. even though even though she promised you wouldn't. Of course that was a, of course <laughs> that was a lie. And that and that's the, that's the sort of thing also that sort of wasn't seen in the game. Like, in that first settlement that you're in in the game, Joel is feared. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd like... Like it is one. I think there's one thing that you're walking past, and this guy comes up to you. His friend grabs his shoulder and goes, "That's Joel." And they stop coming towards you, and they stop <laughs> going to mug you because they know who they like. You didn't have again. Maybe you know, they've tr- they're trying to make him a little bit more underground, low key. But in well, the game, he was like just everyone. He was a feared. Per- He's like, "That's the dude you don't f with." Like that's the. Yeah, well, I think they just touched on that a bit in in that scene where he was waiting for Tess, and he's just leaning the wall, and the guy comes up to him. Yeah. Oh no, of, yeah, they touched on it a little bit, but like, little in the bit, game so... it was more prominent. That, yeah. like, it, it, was, yeah. it was like going, yeah, that's Joel. Don't don't fuck with that dude. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. That dude's yeah, yeah. that dude's a killer. Um, but again, I really like again, but I really like Pedro Pascal. So you know, yeah, maybe this will hold me over till March the first, where I get to see his face behind the Mandalorian armor, and then I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> no, you won't get to see his face. You mean you mean starting for you mean season three where it starts from episode three because the first three episodes they had to use we'll yeah, go, the first we'll two episodes they had to use to make the Boba Fett show work. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But you know what? I I I respect them for that. Yeah. We're losing for, ratings. We're losing ratings. What do no, we do? What do we do? To Bring film, in the Mandalorian to film Boba Fett <laughs> halfway through <laughs> editing. Go. This is shit. And then going, fuck it. Let's just do the Mandalorian. I, I res- <laughs> full respect for that kind of. Do you, do you, know. you reckon? Do you, do you think that there were, th- there were three of other more episodes? Of oh, Boba I guarantee that's probably. I hundred percent believe they have footage of other things, yeah. and they just after the first few episodes they went like, yeah, this 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 is not this is not good. <laughs> you just, you just, hear, just like get me Pascal. <laughs> and then like you know they, they, they probably called up like you, you know head dizzy because it goes. Hi, John. How you going? Good. <laughs> so, how's the Mandalorian going? Oh, good. Yeah, we've got a few episodes filmed. Oh, really? Really? Um, would you Maybe. mind um just um? Can we have them, please? <laughs> yeah. Do you mind just uh? <laughs> if we just use like parts of the footage for Boba Fett, what kind of parts? The first, second, <laughs> third episodes, maybe? Yeah, like we're good with that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, they're just like, quick, the ship's going down. Cue the music. Because that show sucked. And then there was an episode, it was like, then it was like, and then it was like, yes. 
And also, what advice? Don't watch the Mandalorian trailer, then watch Last of Us because that's very like. And no, I'll admit that 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 could be the problem. I watched the lot. I watched the Mandalorian trailer, and it got so hyped and pumped. And then I watched the Last of Us, and went, "Well, that's disappointing." Let me let me ask you something. Last of Us, but Pedro Pascal wears the Mandalorian armor the entire time. Oh, and Ellie is replaced by Grogu. <laughs> that's just nah. basically that's just basically the Mandalorian. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll go no, but, one. But with but with the violence and the you know, I'll go one step further. I want to say Last of Us with Henry Cavill replacing Joel, Category replacing Ellie. Don't care about the age. Like this is, don't care about the age difference. <laughs> Now, a lot now, more sex between the two of them. Now, now, will it be implied or won't it be? Oh, now, will, no, will, will a fully adult Cat Graham play a teenager? Yes. Or a hundred, no, yeah, yes, yeah, the 30-year-old like, Cat Graham right now, I want. I still want <laughs> her to play as if she's the 11-year-old Ellie. Yeah, okay. And I still want the entire world also to like, Pretend that she's this eleven-year-old Ellie. Yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta play along, like like the old, the old, you know, um, high school movies where they're yeah. played by twenty-seven-year-olds. Correct, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. Gonna lean in that, just lean right again. Yeah, I would like, be behind that no, kind no, of show. No one believes that that um, Joe Mangala Mangalello was a high schooler in in no. Spider Man. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Hello, twenty-seven-year-old man. I wouldn't want to fight me either. Of course not. You're a full grown adult. Yeah, uh, he's a, he, but he was the most comic accurate Black Thompson. Yeah, no, no, you're, no, you're right. Oh, he's yeah. the most. He's the most accurate we've ever gotten. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, we'll not never, the current Flash. We'll, we'll no, never get an Agent him. Venom, and I'm kind of like that's just. Yeah. You know, um, you know who would have been the perfect Agent Venom? Flash. Henry from Cavill. The, no, Flash from the Andrew Garfield ones. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I can yeah. see the look now. Yep, yep. Andrew Garfield, Flash. He could, yep. he could, he definitely could be Agent Venom. No, that's the right. That, but that's the right look yeah. for sure. But I'm kind of sad about that because I really, I really like Agent Agent Venom. Mm-hmm. But look, but he all... didn't last that long in the comics, though, too. So I think that. But also, like when he joined the Guardians of the Galaxy, that yeah. was fun. That but was then cool. it was really funny when he was in the, when he was in space and everyone's like going, "Um, dude, do you know what you're wearing?" Like. They're like, because everyone knows space knows what a symbiote is. So they're going, oh, dude, like, my dude, like, are you like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's just walking around wearing a symbiote. And everyone's like going, uh, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. That was fun. That, 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 was, that was a fun few. Yeah, you're right. It, it was a short-lived, like, it was short-lived run, but. Yeah, I think it only, it had, we had a, a 12 issues of Agent Venom, and then we had 12 issues of Agent Venom in space. With yeah. the Guardians, and that was about mm. it. Then they went back to Eddie Brock Venom, so Ugh. that was it. Small, um. but you yeah, but so on the last of us, back onto back on topic. I think we got off topic. Ryan, you're in for the full, you're in for the full, full, you know, you, you're right, you're right or die on that show right now, regardless. Yeah, because and because also the one review site that I trust, Ray Games. Um, has managed to see the whole season. Um, okay. And I trust them because they've been, they're, they're pretty much my kind of, like the, they've been right about pretty much everything I've so, read. So they're, um, what, they're what IGN used to be. 
Correct, correct. <laughs> yeah. So they they they're called Press Start Australia, and I've been following them for oh, years yeah, and years. Yeah. And years. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they they're pretty much uh, the the guy that runs it pretty much spot on with everything. So he's seen the full season, and he says there's no. He's one thing he says about the full season is there's no like it doesn't there, there, there's no dip. So it's it's like it, there's no plateau. There's no. Are dip. you saying in the words of? Barney Stinson, it's all rise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, I trust them, and they they've seen the first season and said phenomenal. So yeah, I, I mean, and and the first, as I said, the first episode didn't disappoint. Yeah. Um, and you know, we've been getting a lot of disappointing first episodes over the last five years. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in for the full season. What about you, Jamie? I'm in at least until I see Nick Offerman and then I'll decide. <laughs> but no, nah, look, I think I'll watch the whole thing. I'll, I'll give it the Jamie three episode treatment, I think. Yeah. So I will watch the first three episodes and then, you know. Then decide. Then decide. Okay. And, and then it won't turn into like, you know, like me watching boba fett and only watching three episodes and going this is crap and then you going watch episode five that wasn't you watching episode five of the boba fett book you were watching episode one of season three of the mandalorian yeah. correct absolutely yeah. and yeah. then and you go just watch it just watch it and watch it and then i'm like holy crap ryan watch episode five <laughs> and, then, and then ryan goes michael watch episode <laughs> <five>. <laughs> And, it's, yeah. and and that's how the Last of Us virus spread. Um. <laughs> no, I think, look, I think we should come back and discuss it again, maybe halfway through the season. Um, yeah, I think I think absolutely are. a mid-season report, yeah. yeah, is worthwhile because again, we want to see video game properties yes. into movies. We want to see it done well. Oh God, I do. I've been wanting it for the last ten years with Resident Evil. I just want a good freaking <laughs> adaptation. Yeah. So I, I, if the Last of Us works. Why not? Because they've also tried it recently, and you saw how badly that was. So like, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, the Resident Evil on Netflix, I enjoyed. Um, people just didn't like it because it was a different time, like a different time, and they didn't. People, people didn't like the fact that Albert Wesker was race swapped, which to me didn't make any difference because I love the. It was a guy that that plays. The, the concierge in the Continental and the John Wick movies. He's a fantastic actor. Great actor. Um, I, I I enjoyed it. And I, I I was very disappointed when it didn't get renewed. But mm. it was just because people, and I'm, I don't like to get political or anything. It was just people being racist. No. All I saw online was like, Albert Wesker's not black, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, just, just it, watch it for a good show. I don't care mm. if Albert Wesker is freaking purple. If it's a good, if it's a good representation... Uh, it was more. It was more about. It was more the umbrella side of things, which is what we don't normally get. It was uh, like the origins of the virus and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and we got a freaking giant infected crocodile, and that was awesome. It looked great. But yeah, again, the Netflix. The the bad thing about it being on Netflix is Netflix has no faith in things. Um, oh god, no! All. Like basically, one us um, one like that's what that's how I really struggle watching Netflix shows because like. Yeah. After like if it's a good first season, yes. So what? Like that they'll, they'll, really, can, yeah. they'll get rid of them, <laughs> like they'll cancel it. I've been going so many times. Like the, there's a good, there's a great horror show called The Midnight Club. It was fantastic first season. Uh, cancelled. Warrior Nun, fantastic show. Two yep. seasons cancelled. Yep. 
Canceled? Um, you know, I just, I, it's, I, I hate, and that's why the only shows I watch on Netflix nowadays are the ones like that have been there, you know, they're just <laughs> old shows that have been put up there. Yeah, like yeah. Friends um, and Seinfeld. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And see, but, yeah, I'll, I'll watch a show on those ones where I know that there's another company like involved as well. So, like, you know, if it's a well, joint like part, like if it's a joint partnership with someone, yeah. meaning there's a chance that, Netflix are not just gonna just throw it away in the toilet. Then yes, I'm I I, I will like you know, when like but Wednesday I mean, like perfect example yeah perfect example that one. I hate to trigger you, Chris, but look at what they did to Altered Carbon. Oh, uh, you know what I mean? Like that first season. Oh, uh, the first season was perfection. Yeah. The first I've watched that thing now probably six times, probably like not even joking, six probably seven times. The first season one anyway. Uh, and then season, season two was just. I watched I it. I couldn't even get past the first episode. I watched it once through, and that was it. And then I went online and just reading all of all like the writers in the in the explanations of why they completely changed the universe and everything. And it was all just there's all just trying to like they're trying to cover the why they made a shit show. But yeah. you know, like it was also going like, oh, that could have you. You are so terrible. Um, but it, it it is it is um that next it, is, it was a very Netflixy things to do though with that show which basically let's make an amazing first season violence nudity like the full yeah. like, let's go the full world second season let's make the show more suitable for women so let's just cut it back on the violence and put some more second so women like violence too how dare you be sexist about that they like the violence and the, they yeah. like the nudities how many women watch Game of Thrones yes tons I and think besides. I in season one, you got to see Joel Kinnaman's butt. That's it, and that's a fine yeah, I butt. Have, I have someone who lives in this household that likes violence more than me, and that's a pretty big call. So, exactly. yeah, but woman. she she also plans people's murders. Yeah, true. In, true, in case true. she ever had to. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're no, right. Look, you're right. It is that Netflix thing now that basically yeah. you, you don't know if it, like. Well, and that's as I said, Wednesday I watched, and I'm I'm happy it's already been renewed for a season two because it was it was, but that was also a joint. I would imagine though there was some sort of contractual agreements with like yeah. you know Tim Burton to say like yeah go, we're going past season one yeah um like yeah so yeah so yeah those kind of shows with joint yeah. things I think it's fine on Netflix um but anything that they that they themselves are flipping the bill for is um like I'm because like, yeah. they made I, have you ever did you go back? Has anyone actually watched that um, Witcher Origins thing at all? No, no I, I, yeah, I, I heard a... it is absolutely woefully terrible. It's only a four. It's a four episode limited season limited yeah, series. That, that was them like a show. That was just them making up their own like Witcher lore and just, just, just yeah, you know, completely yeah. trying like, to expand on the universe. Yeah, which, which you know there is actually a whole lore and like there actually is lore on like how the witches came to be and how like the world became to be and like things and they went like oh, nah. Yeah, none well, of that. Yeah. And, and <laughs> none appar- of that. Apparently, I I I saw some some review there. They're talking about it, and they're going like, and like, oh, this person's a warrior, and they look nothing like a warrior. Like like you know, they're not built up. Like you know, it's not Henry Cavill ready for a fight. It's just you know, like oh, I just found this guy. Yeah, you sort of look scruffy. You'll do like no no, no muscles on their arms, and Ugh. you know, and then terrible acting. Like someone's. Um, sister just dies and she's holding her in her arms and they're like, "Who's that? Oh, my sister." Oh my god! <laughs> you know, okay, like, cool. and it's just, okay. it's, it's just I'm, woeful. I, I'm glad I didn't watch it then. Um, and it, and even even more so, the question now becomes: When the next season of The Witcher does come out with Henry Cavill, do we watch it or like do we? Just... Yeah, we do because Henry oh, well, Cavill because that's his that's his and and it's planned too. So 
they might give him a good send off. Yeah, because the question is like, because the problems that he had was it with that filming or was it with what they were planning to do with next mm-hmm. season, and that's why he decided to wrap it up. Yeah, because then apparently once Superman fell through, they offered him a shit ton of money, and he still said no. Yeah, because he doesn't. He wasn't. It was. I, I don't think it was more so much about the money. It was more so just the the, the direction yeah. that they were going. Yeah, no, with, basically no, well, ignoring the books and well, when you know. when they announced. And they announced that they were doing The Witcher. He was on the phone every day going, when are you doing? When are you casting me? When are you casting me? When are you ca-? Like, he pushed for that show. So you know he loves loves the, the games. He loves the books. He, he loves The Witcher, and he embodied it. And then when they went, now what we're going to do is instead of, instead of you know, witches, we're going we're to make, um, ah, it's going to be about, cooking in 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 the witcher universe <laughs> and it's just like this isn't the witch yeah yeah, yeah, for, for, yeah. for season two for a show called the witcher there was an awfully lack of the witcher <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was in like two episodes it's like going yeah this is the same show right i, I didn't make yeah. it, it didn't switch channels no 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 no, no. <laughs> even better okay now henry what we're going to do is we're going to get you to strip down to just your undies and ryan's interested Basically, we're cancelling The Witcher for wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's not complaining. I don't see a problem. But um, you, you, but no, no continuity. There'd be no continuity. It would just switch, right. and it would be Henry Cavill, Witcher. Wrestling. Look, I'm glad. I'm glad that if it's something that he, if he, as being the fan that he is, that he's not happy with with the the lore and everything. I'm glad that he's stepping away because. It just shows how passionate he really is. And and yeah. I guarantee you, without Cavill, it'll be cancelled after the following after if oh, they even get to I, a season I, four, I, like it'll be cancelled after that anyway. I don't I, I think if they have if I think they'll probably just silent cancel it, just like not announce the next season and yeah. just like just basically it's it. like no marketing. <laughs> no, just, just <laughs> let it die. Just yeah. let it die. And and like, then that and then Netflix will renew it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did have, uh, speaking of what we're speaking about at the moment, I did have, well, because I knew we were talking Last of Us and mm. uh, we may need something else to talk about, I actually came up with something and oh, I'd like to spring it on you guys. Fantastic. Obviously, obviously you guys are aware and, and our listeners, if you're as big a nerd as what we are, you're probably aware too of James Gunn's comments recently about the cast of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How he's wanting to bring Dave Batista, Chris Pratt. Uh, Zoe Salando wanting to bring them across to the DCU. So what I was thinking of, why don't mm. we sort of just have a discussion on who we would like standing, to be Ryan. Love it. Love in, it. In Love which it. role? And I know we briefly discussed it in our group chat, but in terms of actually having oh. a conversation, and uh, I thought that might be a good sort of nope. second topic for the show. What what a, what a, what a, what an outstanding second topic. So. You know, let, let's go character. Let's go actor by actor. I mm-hmm. think that's probably the best around the ground. So, we won't start with Star Lord. That's too obvious. <laughs> but let's start with the Queen of Sci-Fi herself, Zoe Saldana. Mm-hmm. Ryan, where where do you th- where do you think she fits? What what, what would you cast uh, Zoe Saldana in? Mm, that's a very good question. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard because she's she's she could play anyone. To be honest with you, she's. She's a fantastic actress. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head. See, 
this is where okay, this is where it's going to get. I, I have her in the same picture as I have Chris Pratt mm-hmm. um, for obvious reasons. So I'm happy for you to skip me because I think you and I have the same idea for Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. But uh, the, 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 there's a, there's quite a strong female character in the movie, or yeah, the movie trilogies. I would have Chris Pratt in, and I really think she'd be a strong, solid. Oh, version of this yeah, this person okay 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 so maybe we go to jamie go to jamie uh, yeah. hawk, hawk girl okay okay would it be opposite the well see yeah we can't really no because we don't all, even know it, if it doesn't exist can, or, no yeah they're, they're, they're all gone yeah 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 you're right Assum- assuming uh, assuming yeah, everyone's yeah. fired including uh yeah assuming everyone's gone so hawk yeah, girl okay. that's that's yeah. a good one for me i there's two that sort of sp- stick out to me that both one one I think would be cool and one um, that I'm like going that people might go ooh. First one, Black Canary. Okay. Joining the Justice okay. League, I think that'd be good. That'd be oh, yeah. having her actually her in the Justice League would be awesome. Second one, Talia Al Gould. Mm. Actually, yeah, that, that yeah. I think she I would make a kick ass Talia Al Gould. Yeah, now, I could definitely see that. But obviously, in that Batman film, they'll have to sort of bring Raish and Talia in a bit more prominently than they are, like in the current oh, version. Just, but... Something just hit me. You've got you've got her as, and I don't even care about the race swap. You've got her as Talia. You've got Idris Elba as Raz. Oh no! Yes. Yeah, no, he'd be solid. Yeah, you know what? He, he could Fuck do it. it. We're doing this. Sh- how is that not? Yeah. How is that not a thing? How is that yeah. not a thing? I, I I would be totally fine with that because. At the end of the day, like you need someone with strong presence. Uh, he's a demon's head. It doesn't matter what color or exactly. race he is. He's been around for thousands and thousands of years. Yeah, you don't know. But I, I honestly think if we're going to go with Zoe Salander as, as Talia, Idris Elba as Raz, and yeah, that I just that just popped into my head as soon as you said her as Talia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, good, good, just imagine that. Imagine that, Warner Brothers or James uh, Gunn, if you're listening. Of course, like, of free. course, as, as as always. No, do you want do you want to do your Zoe Saldana now? You're gonna. Oh uh, look, okay, look. We why don't we we'll do it and we'll lead into Chris Pratt. So yep. my 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 Zoe Saldana would be Carol Fenris, the Star Sapphire mm. uh, from the um the 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 Pink. Lantern Core. Yep. Um, she also plays Hal Jordan's love interest, and they've known each other since they were little because Hal flies for yep. Fenris there. Uh, in saying that, Chris Pratt would be my Hal Jordan. Of course. Um, I would say he would be, and, and that's a lot for me because I'm a massive Ryan Reynolds fan. Yep. And the the one good thing about that Green Lantern movie was Ryan Reynolds as. Hal Jordan, I feel like he encapsulated that. But if you want to go, James, if you want to go ball to the wall, and James Gunn's going to have all the the Lantern cores in it, start Zoe Solander off as, as Carol Fenris in the first movie, and you then get her as as the Queen Star, the Queen Star Sapphire of the Pink Lantern Corps. Um, she would be fantastic. Yep, yep. And, uh, and, yeah. and, I, and so that that was also my choice for Chris Pratt as well. Was obviously Hal Jordan. I think he make a, yeah. I think he make an absolutely fine Hal Jordan. My other one, 
because if, if you're doing Hal Jordan, I want them to do the Lantern Wars. So I want yep. them to actually like that. I mean, that, that, that's a huge commitment, though, to sort of build up into the, the Lantern, like, you know, the the, 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 I can't remember what they call it, the Color War or the War of the, I can't, War yeah, of the so you, look, if they're going to do that, we're bringing back Mark Strong as Sinestro. Oh, you have to have Mark Strong as Sinestro. He was yeah. a pa- perfect casting in that Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, you, I think you think what you're thinking of is is either the, the is the Sinestro Core Wars, um, or the War of the Lanterns. War of the Lanterns, um, that's the one. Yep, yeah. Yep. So that means, but that's going to take a little bit of time because they do have to introduce like you know, all the colors. The, yeah. yeah, you've got the Indigo Core, you've got the the yep. you've got the Green Lanterns, you've got Sinestro Core, you've got the Red Lanterns by yep. Atrocitus straight from the Rage. You've got the 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 Blue Lanterns, which actually enhance the powers of all the other. There's there's nine different. Correct. So, and so bringing that, yeah, yeah that, that that's a long term piece of work. Yeah, so that'll be like that. a third movie in a trilogy, and that gives it a chance to build up. But yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, the, the other one I was thinking of was Aquaman. Yeah, because uh, I can see him as the sort of like before he became Aquaman, the sort of like just a um the the strong bum who doesn't want to you know trying to you know try to like hide or run away from his past. I can definitely see him playing playing the the. The, uh, whilst whilst I don't think it should be anyone but Jason Momoa, if they're going in the direction, I think Pratt would be a fine a fine. Well, if Aquaman. they go with Pratt, he'll be the traditional Aquaman. You know, yeah, the blonde, going, yeah, going back to the traditional, yeah. yeah, going back to the traditional. Like if 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 that's where they want to go with, that's I'd say that's probably that your best choice there. Um, Ryan, do you have a different agreement on Chris Pratt, or or is yours all the same? No, no. I, I, as I said, I he's my Hal Jordan. Yeah, so yeah. he's my Hal Jordan. Well, I'm just Googled. I don't know DC uh, apart from the big main ones. Um, so I just Googled some characters. <laughs> and I think Chris Platt should play Animal Man. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy Matthew. Not Buddy Matthew. Buddy, Buddy, Buddy Baker. Yep. Um, Animal Man's an interesting one because it, it just imagine you can just draw on the power of any animal that you can think of and yeah. you get the properties of that. You know, if, if you're in a fight, and you're fighting, you know, hundreds of robots, you can call on the power of a gorilla. If you're yeah. in a fight with a flying, like with, with aliens that are flying mm-hmm. through the sky, you can call on the powers of like a falcon or, or a hawk or something like that. Yeah. It's a very interesting, interesting character that we haven't seen in media mm-hmm. in, in like TV or movie media before. So yeah. I think I think, yeah, definitely. I could see him. He he's got the look for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I think that's a really good good one. Yeah. Now Moving on to Karen Gillian. Karen Gillan. Gillan, yeah, that's one. Wow. Um, it's it's interesting because I'm so used to seeing her just blue, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, who's a fiery redhead? In the because uh, she's naturally red. Well, I mean, the obvious the choice would be fire? the obvious the obvious choice would be Mira from like from Aquaman. Oh yeah. Uh, Oh. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I, I find Mira more a dominant. Like, let's just forget about Amber Heard. But I find Mira's <laughs> like a more she like Aquaman can beat the shit out of everyone, but Mira keeps Aquaman in check. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like we need a more powerful, a more. And I'm not saying Karen Gillian's not. I just feel like she's not at that level. She's a fantastic actress, but we need like a like a a strong Charlize Saron or someone like that mm. to play Mira because she like someone established because she's literally the only one that Aquaman will listen to and the yeah. only one that Aquaman can can talk and, to. And you know, 
unlike and, like, and unlike it unlike it sort of does they, they didn't really do it in well in the the, the show well they did they did they did okay the movie except for that her should be husband became her father but that's a, that's so yeah, you, 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 some implied incest. If you read the comics, she, but, there, but honestly, there was no, there was no intimidation from Amber Heard. The, I oh God, no! And we discussed it. But my, well, I reckon, I, I reckon, Karen, Karen Gillan. Yes, it will involve some, maybe some hair dryer wig. She'd be an amazing Supergirl. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You know, what? I, I think Car, that's yeah. Cara yep. Like she would be a great Supergirl. Yeah. She, she's Carole, still really yep. young. Um, she's, you know, she's got the body type for it. Um, you know, she would just only need to put on a small bit of muscle. But I feel like Supergirl's more of a um she's more of a working with Superman where Mira is like Yep, yep. You know what I mean? I, I would happily see her as Supergirl because she she would be fantastic at that. That's a good one. I like that one actually. That's a good And if she's willing to go like a blue cyborg robot, I'm pretty sure she'd be willing to dye her hair blonde. <laughs> I mean you didn't but have I, I to go blonde with. I mean, well, you, necessarily, no, not yeah. necessarily. Right. I mean, you know, but imagine, imagine, and I know we're not going to get it, but it, I think she'd be fantastic next to Cavill. Uh, but we're not going to get that. But okay. um, say a, a, a young Cavill-like actor that they'll cast yeah, as Superman. Yeah. So that that would yeah, I think she'd be great there. What about Huntress? Yeah, that's another good one. She she's got that because Huntress is is like. If we're going with Helena Bertinelli, the uh, the the daughter of the mob boss, yep, one, of she would of be fantastic because she's very acrobatic. Karen Gillian yep. is definitely could be very acrobatic. She's got the mm-hmm. body for it. Um, I could definitely see see that for sure. Yeah, even I would go as far as a Catwoman too. Yeah. Now, what do you guys think about the most important casting, which is Sean, which is Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Clearly Superman. Clearly. No, no. <laughs> no, look, I think he'd be more the the in the background. So he might play like a um I don't know, if we're going like Justice League, he could possibly be, you know, he could he could possibly be like an not the Alfred character, but like the the main support no, character. No, no, no. It's his brother. No? He's there's two characters he's gonna do. Okay. One, John Constantine. Well, no, I want Matt Ryan. Fuck that. I just want bring, bring him back. <laughs> Matt, Matt or, Ryan is perfect. Or Dr. Fate. And it has to be a young doctor. See, that's the thing with when you're dealing with Dr. Fate and stuff from the Justice Society mm. because they're Silver Age heroes. They came before Superman. They came before, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're so this, this would yeah. be the next... This would be the next... Okay, yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah. Um, Not the original Dr. Fate. No, yeah. Or okay. or um the Lord the, the principal of magic himself, Zatara Zatana's father. I think he'd do I think he'd do that quite good there. Zatara. Yeah, yeah, I think he'd I think he'd yeah. play that one role also quite well with his backwards word of magic. I just it, he's got a like and, and he's a fantastic actor. He just got a really weird face. I just can't see his face as Zatara. John Constantine. I can't see John Constantine is like the he's the attractive British you know, doesn't give a shit, but he's got that like that that look about him that you know you just you're drawn to, mm. and and as much as Sean Gunn's a great actor and we know he's going to be a part of it, um, he doesn't have that. He doesn't have that charm and that attractiveness and that ability to draw you in like like John Constantine. What about Green Trina? Arrow? <laughs> mm. No, no, I. I 
Because he's got a very specific build. Plastic Man. Mm. Plastic Man would be perfect. Okay, yeah. could be yep. Plastic Man. Former, and Plastic yep. Man was a, he's no. a member of the Justice League. No, he is. I got former, it. Crimi- former criminal who then becomes... Yep, yep, yep. yep, okay, yep. Condiment Man. <laughs> we know we're not getting a condiment man nor are we getting a king touch but you know whatever we, we, no we... honestly plastic man's been featured a lot recently in the dc yep. comics line he's part of the justice league yep plastic um, he's, man kind of that, he, he's got that obviously he's got he's very similar to reed richard so he can move his body so i think sean gunn would be perfect for that yeah so Jamie thinks Condiment King, but again, that's you know. Look, if we get the Condiment King, I'll be a very happy man because he's yeah. one of my favorite Batman '66 villains. This one's so. going to be difficult. Dave Batista. Oh, mm-hmm. just Bane. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. Honestly, honestly, I would say you got to. Well, it's got to be a big guy. It's got to be a big guy. Yeah. Um, I don't think Bane's far off at all. Um, Dave Batista's a lot smarter than he leads on to be. In you know that obviously people are used to him as Drax, thinking that he's yeah. like a plain character, but he would be he would be fine as Bane. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even put him in oh, like a he he would even you got to think. Yeah, you know what? It's what what would you think of Chris? That one's difficult, but if we wanted him to be, uh, yes, yeah, so it really depends if you he ha- if he's going to be a Justice League or or like, like you know, or if he's, or he's going to be like the villain like of the Justice League. Well, you just got to remember that James Gunn resetted everything because he wants young actors. So yeah, I so because so if- given his age. Yeah, so he's a bit. It old. might be a one-off, two-off yeah. appearance. So I think Bane's probably the best. His best shot. But it depends if James Gunn's going to touch the Batman universe, or if he's just going to use Batman. In but the having League. said that, I it just came to me what what he'd do a fantastic job as. He would make a fantastic Zod. Hmm. Okay. Different take. Yeah. Do you think he's got the range though? To scream, I will destroy everything and take no, everything no, from you. Super- yeah, Zod, Zod's, Zod's like, yeah. he's, he's got the military strategic intelligence to lead an army. And yeah, but you, as, as you just said, not so long, not so long ago, that you you think he has the he's more smarter than people think. So I oh, think no, Zod- I definitely think he's he, he's going to be smarter. Look. I guess it'd be a different it'd be a different take it'd, on Zod it'd be tough because because the last Zod we had Arthur was fantastic. Oh, was, was phenomenal. Fantastic. That was that was just so good. He's such a good actor. Yeah, I know. and even if you go back to the original Superman movies of Terrence Stamp was fan, was like that's a big it's a yeah. big shoes to fill, and that's a make or break role. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's either going to be really good or really bad. There is no in between. Mm-hmm. Zod needs to be menacing. You need to believe that Zod could literally wipe out Earth. Oh well, then obviously there's another role which I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's the right one as well. I mean, Dark Side. I think yeah. Dark Side would also be. I think that'd be quite a good. You know, but but the problem is with the, the same thing. The same thing they have with with all DC units. This DCEU, whatever they're going to call it. How soon do you bring in Darkseid? I mean, that's a, yeah. That's, yeah. that's not a that's that's like a 
that's like at least a phase two, phase three, if we're going on phases. Yeah, because you have and, to, and he may be too old by then. But exactly, because Darkseid is the big bad. Like that's that's the yeah. thing. Yeah, like you can't just bring Darkseid in early. Like the only other time we've seen him, aside from the Snyder Cut, which with where they got him, fantastic the look yep. and everything. Yep. He's Smallville, and he was a fucking cloud. Yeah, so, that, was dumb. that was dumb. You know that you've got to do Darkseid is yeah, it's Thanos. It's a DC's equivalent of Thanos. Yeah. Um, but but better because he his plan yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I think it depends on James Gunn's plan. I think Bane's a solid, solid thing. Or uh, uh, like they, we may just get him. Look, we may just get him as a as a one off villain in a mo- in one of the movies. I would I would say even say Killer Croc. He he got the body and the physique for Killer Croc, and he'd be covered with, you know, with, with obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's hard. It's hard when you're a big man in the DC you you know what i mean like dave batista is not going to be slimming down anytime soon that's um so but then again as you say he's 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 getting to a certain age where they need to use him soon they need to use him soon and And james gunn specifically mentioned him by name in who he wants to bring across so yeah it looks like he's he's sort of gunning for the main guardians yeah yeah. Which is fine. Like that makes sense for yeah, him joining the main, the main, the main guardians. Um, any other guardians cars you can think of that you think would would, well, would go what about, well? I think Is he going to bring Yondu over? I know he was in. Um, he did. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker's in pretty much everything James Gunn has ever yeah. done. Yeah. But, but he's like a so, small. Ca- he'd be more of a small cameo. Kind yeah, but he was, already was in. Um, he was in Suicide Squad yeah. as Savant. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. so he'll, he'll 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 cast him for something. But small, you know. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm just trying to think to see. I'm just, I, I am cheating a little bit. I am using the Google. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, I, I really want to give Dave Batista a good role. <laughs> um, you know, and I just. Oh, it's, it's funny how he mentions um Mantis, the um Pon uh, Pom Klimov as like a as in like he goes Chris Pat Pom Dave Zoe and Karen. So I'm going, okay, so you've just named the... There you go, he's just named the people he... <laughs> like, these people I'm going to bring over. Yeah, well, so not, I, not I like, all of them. I like how he just, he just... He's just like, I'm bringing them over. And it's like, Marvel, he's like, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm almost certain he's killing... Like, I'm pretty sure he's going to kill them all. Like, I'm pretty sure that like their, like, their, their deaths are, <laughs> uh, are going to happen. But then... Uh, so, what, Mantis, how would you... What would you cast Mantis... Um, I can't, I can't I, pronounce look, her last I, name. I um, kil, 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 I've kil. only seen her as Mantis, but like, but that's so not I that's not all she know. is. She's actually like, I know. Of, so I'd want things, I'd, so like, I'd want to see more of her work before I can just you know because I've literally just seen her as Mantis. That's you know? true. When I've seen everyone else as something else, even though that I see Bradley Cooper when I see him, I hear him and he does his little voiceovers for his because he does a lot of voiceovers in his movies. Mm-hmm. And I just go, you are being narrated by a raccoon. Um, <laughs> you know? Well, well, oh, well, okay. Well, to throw it back on you then, okay. So we know that that's who we think we are. So let's go with let's go with Justice League. Let's go with Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, um, Green Arrow, Wonder Woman. Those five, who, who are you casting? From the Guardians or from 
Because... Oh no, just in general for for the gunverse, as I call it. The gunverse. I'd, I'd want I'd want all new I'd want all new fresh faces. Oh, but like that... a complete unknowns. Yeah, that'd be tough. You oh, know what I it's see. James you know Gunn. what I see. Yeah, you know what I see, and and I I've only just sort of clicked in as I've watched a bit of her recent work. As as you know, I'm not sure Chris knows, but you know Zatanna. Mm-hmm. Jenny Ortega would be fantastic. Oh. The girl who plays Wednesday. Yes. Um, I think she'd be she's got that look. Again, it's the Wednesday look. She's a smart ass. And she, I think See, she'd be perfect. The problem with her. her, like I think Satana makes perfect sense. If she could gain height and bulk up, I think she'd make a fantastic Wonder Woman. But also then the problem is then the height and the the yeah. the muscle, the, the lack mm. of muscle. Like she's very skinny, like she's super skinny. Yeah. Like so Zatanna is probably the best, like for sure. The Zatanna would be like the only one, but I can see her playing a quite fine Lois Lane to Superman. Yeah, yeah okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I think the main the main ones is like um, if you can get Superman, Batman right, and Wonder Woman right, I think you're you're ninety percent there. If you can get the Trinity right, and and yeah, okay, I see where you're going, Jamie. Let's just get some unknowns. Um, but that's it's, it's almost hard to get unknowns when you're trying to talk about. It's a big, talk, it's a big when responsibility when you're, yeah. when you're talking about. Yeah, when you're talking about like those kinds of like those yeah. kinds of. But if you um, want if you're wanting to do young people, what are you going to describe to the Stranger Things cast? You know, they're huge. I don't see any of them, you know? and, and this is like I just don't see yeah, I any don't. of them as the Justice, anyone in the Justice League. Yeah, no, I, I th- I, no. I um, Joe Keery, the older one. Um, you think I think that's for Flash? Yeah, I'd see. Yeah, they, that's that's Steve, right? From the older one, like the, the yeah, baby, yeah. the babysitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could yeah. see him as the Flash, the Flash, or the Green Arrow. Honestly, yep, like yep, both, yep. I could easily because yeah, the Green Arrow is literally just dye your hair blonde and have a little goatee you're fine and but yeah i could i will totally agree with flash and and yeah he, he would be good but but you we are but yeah i think we are definitely going to get a much younger we're yeah. obviously going to get a much younger which um, is fine because like you got to think it's realistically you know as much as i love henry cavill if he were if, if james gunn is essentially starting again and he's gonna and, and he do it he wants to do the marvel thing like do phases like henry cavill would literally probably got about another five six years he would be able to honestly, comfortably fit into the superman he, he could play jarell yeah 100 percent, 100 percent, but um no look it's i you think you like i mean look how well did you know chris evans before he was captain america hmm like yeah, I, I, I remember. I'm like, oh, it's that dude from not another teen movie. Yeah, <laughs> he, he essentially yeah. played a Flash, Flash Thompson character, kind of character in not another teen movie. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. he'd been in um, Fantastic Four, but yeah. that was about it. But I, I think I know. Actually, given given, I think um, who who's the writers that probably James Gunn will probably bring in. I think they'll probably will. I think they they needed they need to do it like a new Fifty Two. Some people hated New 52. I thought, I actually, I'm not one of those. I actually loved it. I want them to start with just the Justice League movie. Yeah, as Justice in like, League yeah, Origins. Start with, the, start with like, you know, two movies, Justice like two or three. Start with them there. 
then break them off into their team, then break them off into individual films. Give us give the sense that don't it's not it's not the Marvel thing we believe yeah. going, oh, maybe there could be a team. No, no, no. Start mm. with the Justice League, start with them, you know, you know, start with that. Then I think they can do that because the, everyone knows who like we don't need to see Correct. Batman we don't need the we don't need the backstories. We don't need we've and seen that was them the before. one good thing I liked about Tom Holland Spider-Man. We didn't get the uncle like we didn't get the the usual, it was like, he's already Spider-Man. Like, the, yeah. if you want to get, and you're right, New 52, Volume 1, Justice League Origins. Yep, that was it. Uh, it was you, amazing. You've got, yeah, that shows them forming, like, they've been operating separately. Yep. It shows them forming as a team. Correct. And that, and that was that was a great start to yeah, it. 100%. Because it, because it was, yeah, you didn't, you didn't, like, and yes, if you want to explore their backstories or their origins, yeah, you do that in the individual films, but... Mm-hmm. You don't try to copy Marvel by doing individual hero movies and leading them up to a team because by the time if by you the were time, doing it 15 years ago, then that's fine. But by the time you won't, you have four. James Gunn has four years. He doesn't have time to build it up slowly, so he yeah. needs to start yeah. big. And the best yeah. way to do it was to start with maybe, maybe not okay, maybe not all the Justice League, but at least start with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman in a film. The Trinity, yeah. The Trinity. Start with them mm-hmm. kicking ass at like you know combining joining kicking ass then yes you can then split them out separately and then do that thing but you got to like stamp that early i stamp that really early on and i think yeah and i think doing it that way makes the most sense definitely and look they said that they're gonna he said that he's gonna announce his plan early this year so i guess we're just gonna play the waiting game till he's gonna outline the first like what his plans are first you know what i mean so Mm. I guess we just wait and see. Yep. It's, I, I, again, I think I'll be very like, there, there was a, a, I'm not sure if it was meant to be, a, I think it was a leak where there was that dude who showed like a t shirt of DC and then the picture was removed because it was the logo and it had like, but then I think that, but then if that's the cast that James Gunn's going for, he is playing it fairly safe with the lineup of mm-hmm. heroes. Yeah. Um, no cyborg, but again, again, that's, a, I'm okay with that. But then again, if we're doing New Fifty Two, Cyborg was kind of the it was, a, the, it was a kind of it was yeah. kind of like an instrumental kind of key part yeah. to it, yeah. But look again, I I wasn't a massive Cyborg fan anyway. No, um, no. So he didn't really do like they they modeled the whole movie around him in Justice League with the mother boxes and stuff. But yeah. I mean, the yeah, you don't have to have Cyborg. No, that's a fair point because because that's you do Cyborg when you do Dark Side. Yeah, if you're yeah. not do- if you're not doing dark side first off, then don't do yeah. cyborg. That's fine. Again, no, not at you, all. You can say you, you can... Could, if you really want to if you really want to do a good solid Justice League film, do do Legion of Doom. Literally, Lex Luthor, just the low level. You know, don't give us the the Almighty. Just a Legion of Doom, five on five. You know what I mean? Like just do Lex Luthor. It's uh, basically a villain from each a villain that matches each hero kind of thing. Um, you know, reverse flash, that kind of stuff. Because I wish Matt Reeves' his opinion on the joint movie wouldn't less like I think I wish he'd allow us allow that Batman to come in be the Batman for the the mixed universe. Because it would be cool to see like in the Batman movie like a if Batman encounters a threat that he can't take alone, and then he has to then go seek out Superman, Wonder Woman. In, in that in a movie that would be cool i think that like you know that, that, that would be cool but again i understand that mary is very much like a no no look at it, it'd be cool if they recast him so as well so i just didn't i didn't feel the connection that i did and i've watched the movie four times 
and I'm still not I'm still not connected like I have been with every other Batman except for George Clooney. Um, what yeah. would you feel about Chris Pratt as Batman? No, too, too old. Uh, yeah, not not just that. He's just we need some. We need okay. We need an actor who's been through some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in in life, someone who's hardened, someone who. Um, uh well, Chris Pratt almost lost his baby on the yeah, but table. I mean, I I don't see, I don't <laughs> see, I just can't see Chris Pratt in in that role. Fair no, enough. Look. I don't, I don't, and and when you say that, he's older than Henry Cavill. Yeah, you know, and the whole reason that they're resetting everything is so they want a younger cast. So yeah, yeah. No, look again. No, that's fair. Like we're, we're going to get a young cast. How young? Who knows? We'll we'll we'll, we'll wait and see. Tom Holland young. <laughs> I mean, if he wasn't doing Spider-Man, I think Tom Holland would, would, would do fine. Um, They're not as Batman. You, 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 don't, you don't think that um, James Gunn is slowly going to poach the entire MCU? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see, no. it's funny. All the actors I thought were young are actually like way older than I thought they were. So I'm going, yeah, because you're probably remembering from them from things that you watched when you were young. Correct. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. okay, so I'm trying to find like an actor that's a decent age of them. Well, they're going, actually, no, you're a bit too no. old, aren't you? Like, yeah, exactly. You know, that, that's that's why I I say you know, new faces. You know who I I think could be a young a younger Batman, and I just I just popped. But I did just Google young broody guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I, and and I've seen and and I know he's he has ties to Marvel, but I've seen him in other things since. Um, I'd be happy with Nicholas Holt. He's got uh, the look. You know. He can he he can he can he can put on a little bit of mass. But again, Batman's not all about necessarily about mass. It's 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 gadgets you're, and stuff like that. You're missing the but... question. Does he have the chin? I think anyone can have the chin. Does he Pattinson, have the? Pattinson does he... doesn't have the chin. No, he's got the jawline though. Look, there's prosthetics for that. Okay. Oh, okay. But... So you fake it, just you know. Fake it till you make it. Is that, is that no, be... you got it. You got to think. He's only thirty. He just turned thirty. Um, I think the age that they're going to go for is going to be between twenty-five and thirty. You don't want yeah. them too young because then it's just not going to work. Yeah. Um, you need to cast around twenty, twenty-five, especially for the main three: for Superman, for Batman, for Wonder Woman. Flash, Flash, and Green Arrow. I'm ha- they can be younger because they they are younger in the comics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just I think I if have. I, I, watching Nicholas Holt in the menu shows me showed me a completely different side of him uh, because without spoiling anything, you know, he's kind of half the villain in that movie. Um, it shows me he can do some shit. So here's here's one that I think makes sense now. I just googled a picture. I, I just googled into my into my internet's Taron Egerton Blackbird to show how mass how massive he is now in terms of like that actor in terms of how he got ripped. I'm going. That could be Superman. Who who was that? Sorry, I missed Go- that. Google Google Tar- um uh, Taron Egerton. Oh Egerton. yeah, the guy who played Eggsy in um, yeah. Secret. Yeah, in type the- in Blackbird, yeah. then go images, and then just look at the pictures. Ryan, go Ryan. You, you do that now. Okay. Okay. Al- <laughs> just see how how wrecked I get. He also yeah. played Elton John. So. Just, 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 yeah, he did. <laughs> Taranaka, Blackbird, go images. Then take a look. You tell me. Okay. Uh, do you need yeah, us? To give, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah, need? Yeah. Do you need us to give you the room, Ryan? You just no, 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 no. I'm I'm looking and 
at a shirtless man. Yeah, I could see Superman. Yeah, he's got like, the he's like got, he's, he's, he's got, got the, the he's got the the the, the yeah. chin, and he's clearly worked on like from being a skinny kid from Kingsman to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's no, like I'm, I'm, way jacked now. Like I'm like okay, cool. Now I'm looking at going. Yeah, you could be Superman. I'd I'd be on I'd be on board for that. Um, definitely. Oh. I'm just going to add that to my private collection for later. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but no, look, I, I look, 100% I would be on board he's with him. He's 33. He's the right kind of age too. But honestly, 33 is not bad because he still looks quite like, he still has that sort of babyish face as a 33-year-old. Yeah, so I think, but I then, think be... you know, if the movie comes out, it'll be 35. You know? Hmm. And then there's two movies and he's 37. I, I, I honestly think it just depends on what James Gunn's plan is. Yeah. And until we know that, um, I don't think we're going to, we, we can really sort of mm-hmm. know, know what kind of cast we're looking at, whether we're looking at, you know, if you go 25 to 30 and there's a 10 year plan, that's 35 to 40 by the time that's over. I think that's doable. Yep. Yep. If it's a ten-year plan, you know what I mean. Um, yeah. yeah. I, look, I trust James Gunn. I haven't seen a bad James Gunn movie. Um, I think he's at the level now where he can take that next step up and what, and what, be responsible for the universe. What did you think of the Scooby Doo movies? Well, I, yeah, thought, they were, I thought they were really well cast. I thought yeah. the cast oh, was absolutely yeah. fucking... If Matthew Lillard as Shaggy, you could not cast a more perfect Those actor. casts are fucking Perfection. spot yeah. on. Yeah. Freddie like Prince you, Jr. You could not cast yeah. anything better. And then let's not forget... they were filmed out here too. They were filmed yeah. out here in Australia. Wow. Um, in Morton Island, up uh, just off, off of Brisbane, because I've been to I've been where they filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I enjoyed them. And let's be fair, he didn't film Scooby Doo, he only wrote Scooby Doo. Yeah. So let's 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 give him this again. So oh wow, so then he didn't cast them. No, but yeah, he wrote the he, he wrote the script. Honestly, I've gone I've even gone really back far back to some of his like he did a he did a um cheesy I like call it a cheesy horror movie called um called Sliver, uh with Nathan Fillion and yeah. Michael Walker. Mm-hmm. And that was even that was I'd never seen that. And that was really enjoyable. Um, and then you go and watch something like Brightburn, which I think is, it's basically what would happen if Superman went bad. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that was amazing. And then you've got mm-hmm. Super, yeah. which we know. We all know how much of a masterpiece that, that is. Got, like, I'm just thinking of his films, and then he's, I don't know if you've seen it, but he's got a film called The Belko Experiment, which was absolutely fantastic. I didn't see that one. But... Um, yeah, basically, it's it's literally it's 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 a government puts an it locks a whole bunch of office workers in the office in the office, puts an experiment saying, okay, uh, if you guys don't kill twenty of your colleagues in the next hour, we're going to kill fifty. Wow! And then it just keeps going like that, and then it's the last man standing, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, great great concept, great movie. You know, all the usuals are in it. John, um, what's his name? Um, I forget. Uh, Doctor Cox is in it. Really, really plays plays an arrogant asshole boss, and he's fantastic at it. Um, and um, yeah, I haven't seen a bad James Gunn movie, so I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Is it, is it true? Is it true that James Gunn's doing the Cody versus um, Acme movie? This is what this is what Wikipedia said he's doing. 
I have no idea. Oh, I haven't it's heard w- it's Wikipedia. It must be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got a source and everything. We're basically um, after Acme Corporation's every single product backfired on Mildy Code. He hires a, a lawyer to represent him to sue the company. Wow. Well, <laughs> let me check. Just on his IMDb now. Um, doesn't Upcom- mention really anything he as of right now. Upcoming projects. Yeah. Coyote versus Acme. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, upcoming. Yeah. Yep. Starring, yeah upcoming. John, starring John Cena. Yep. Upcoming. And, and apparently he's writing a Starskin Hutch TV show too. And Will Fort as the unfortunate Wally Akadi's attorney. <laughs> well, that sounds pretty funny. Honestly, that's like, I'd want, you know, I'll watch that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh. I guess we'll just, we'll, we'll have, we can have another conversation yeah. once he announces his plan in the next few months and sort of review some of our decisions. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap it up, boys, I have found something today that was hilarious that kind of fits into the topic okay. of, of, um, video games and whatnot this is the headline real headline real soldiers use metal gear solid tactic to defeat military robot <laughs> and let me guess is it a car- hiding in a cardboard box bingo oh. <laughs> what when i did metal gear solid i was like those missions where you had to hide in a cardboard box oh, yeah avoid yeah. detection well it was u.s military so basically they just had to walk around and um so they're testing sensors on on this military, you know, like mm-hmm. drone drone gun kind of thing. Um, and then eventually the engineers said, "Oh, okay, now now really try to defeat it." And um, yeah, they had two guys in one cardboard box. <laughs> yeah, apparently two two different marines shared a single cardboard box and hid under it while moving towards the robot. You could hear them giggling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it worked because <laughs> I, I distinctively remember solid snake giggling during the first time when I went yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember no, the giggles no, again. No, you know, you know that these guys probably grew up playing Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, of course, let's try it. <laughs> and Chris, you would be giggling if you were under a cardboard box. I didn't say I was. I think I, I again. <laughs> The problem, the problem, the reason why I probably didn't end up being a soldier because I would find things too fucking hilarious on those circumstances <laughs> and like, get myself killed. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, now that's a movie I'd like to see. I'd like to see a Metal Gear Solid movie. That uh, like they, they, they've discussed that for so many times, and they we've keep, always, been, they we've keep always talking. You know, they can't decide if it's going to be animated or live action. Or well, the, the problem is, that I think they want to like they want to go serious tone, but then take away some of the wacky robots and going, no, you got to go serious tone and wacky robots. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what makes it work. Yes. It full on works. I mean, they place transformers serious, you know? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, the same thing. You know, and I've, I've always wanted a splinter cell movie, but you know, they're, they're doing no. it. Um, Michael B. Jordan's been cast. I think it's a TV show though. Michael yeah. B. Jordan, uh, Tom Clancy, splinter cell, Movie, I'm not, don't quote me, it's either a movie or a TV show, but I read something on it the other day. Uh, when I was watching Creed, I was looking up Michael B. Jordan stuff, and he is in a Tom Clancy sure film movie or TV show. Are you sure? Because I heard that he was cast in a Rainbow Six movie. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's Rainbow Six, yeah, correct. Sorry, my yeah. bad. No. Splinter Cell, he, he would not make they're a both, good they're both he would Clancy, not make so. He would not make a good Sam Fisher. Ah, uh, Splinter Cell. 
The only guy that can stop my plan is that guy over there who's retired. <laughs> Let's attack him. <laughs> oh no, that, that was that was the fourth game, I think that. And the whole gameplay was changed and the whole gameplay was different. And I was like, that was such a bad game, the fourth one. Uh, but the first yeah, but one again. So the point amazing. is the only person that can stop my plan is this guy. Let's attack him, even though he's yeah. retired, not, not caring, <laughs> not, 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 not interested. Yeah. That was that was game number four. Where okay, you had yeah. no, yeah. Look, honestly, yeah. game number four, you're running out of ideas. That's fine. Again, yeah, yeah. Which is weird because how many books are there? You know, um, lots. Yeah. So it's just like it's just look the greatest Tom Clancy series or TV show is on Netflix, and we all know what it is. Wednesday. <laughs> I said I. I don't know. Really. Really. No. I don't know Tom Clancy that well other than Splinter Cell and Rainbow Six. And Ghost Recon. Did he do Ghost Recon? Yeah, he did, yeah. Right, you're, but you're yeah. a fan... Okay, how are you a fan of, of the man and, and you're not watching Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan? Oh, Jack Ryan. Yeah, I've, I've, I've watched Jack Ryan. Is it on Netflix? I thought it was on Prime. No, it's on Prime. Oh, sorry, Prime. Oops. Yeah, I watched, <laughs> I watched season one. Gee, how can you be a fan of, of Tom Clancy <laughs> and not know what streaming it's on? John, <laughs> yeah. John Krasinski. John Krasinski, yes. How can you be a fan of John Krasinski? Apart, oh, did you hear? Oh, I heard recently there was an interview like how his kids um, think he's, don't think he's an actor. Like, or actor like like so emily blunt's in all these amazing films and then like he, he's john krasinski's out with his kids and he runs to this this guy and this guy's like a fan and he's like oh jim from the office <laughs> and so the kids his kids literally think oh you work with this guy <laughs> from the office uh... and, then, and then they watch emily blunt and mary poppins and all these big you know a-list movies and <laughs> Yeah, because I'm guessing his kids aren't quite old enough to watch um, oh, A Quiet Place yet. I, no, I think they're eight and something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, I don't think they're going to watch A Quiet Place. Anytime, <laughs> so, uh, hands down, one of my favorite films. So to wrap up, if people have any questions, comments, hate mail, fan mail, suggestions for to help Ryan Spank Bank in terms of Men Without Shirts, where can they send that? Where, well, where send Spank that Bank related stuff you can send directly to Mark uh, Ryan's PO Box nine eight seven nine three nine one seven six three. But if you want to talk to us, send us hate mail, uh, love mail. Um, have any stories you want us to share? If you want to come on as a guest, uh, if you're an author. If you are a creative person, we'd love to talk to you. Uh, the true and the fictional at gmail.com or on Instagram stories underscore podcast is the two places you can hear from us. Standing. And we are still currently sponsored by by rating <laughs> sponsor Rebecca Castle's Rising Dawn series. At the time of this recording, Rebecca Castle's The Rising Dawn series available on Amazon. <laughs> next 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 week's episode maybe uh, we are currently looking for a sponsor. Ah we yeah it'll be fine, no worries. <laughs> well, <laughs> Go it, on. it depends it depends when we um when we record it. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but currently as of this moment, Rebecca Castle's Rising Dawn series available on Amazon. Please go check it out. Gentlemen, as we always say in every single scenario, what do the French say when they see Germans coming? They say adieu. Adieu. <laughs>